0: Joshua chapter 12, and I'm just going to give you this title. It's amazing what God can do. I mean, it is just amazing what God can do. Would you think about where God has brought so many of us from and what he's taking us to and what he's doing in our lives and the million little miracles that happen every day Man, it's amazing what God can do. And what we're gonna see right now, in or just a moment, is it's just watching the nation of Israel just defeat these different enemies as God is just making good on his promises. And we're gonna get into that in just a moment. But as always, if you like what you do, what we're doing here, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube video. If you listen to this on the podcast, you are my favorite. (laughs) Make sure you're leaving me a five-star review. Also, you are letting us know how you are engaging with God's Word. Also, I want you to do me a favor. Whether you listen to this or you watch this, I want you to go to the YouTube channel. Just my name, Brandon Cannon. You got to look for a little while because there's a lot of us on there. But I want you to subscribe to the channel. We are on what we're calling now the Road to 1000. And the reason for that is we have a lot of ideas, a lot of things we want to try. We want to bring in some guests to maybe read some of the text for us and kind of talk back and forth. But to go live on YouTube, you have to have over a thousand subscribers. And so I want you to help us just make this goal, the road to 1000. And let's see if we can get there and just what we can kind of play with and have fun with. Also, I would love for you to go with me over to the Facebook group at the Bible Breakdown Discussion, because there we are having so much fun and I just love the devotions that these people are making on there, I mean, and and then the the comments back and forth, and it's just kind of becoming one of those things that every morning when I finish with my personal devotion time, I go and I read what they got out of it because that's what we're trying to do is create this community of Christ followers, and the more we dig, the more we find, and that is definitely true when it comes to Joshua chapter twelve. And so, if you want to get your NLT Bible with me and open it up to the right page and get your coffee ready with me, don't forget that one of the greatest things we're learning from Joshua is about God fulfilling his promises. I love the idea of not seeing God's promises as just a a get out of jail free card, right? We just, just lay it down and God does the rest. Well, that's not what God wants at all. You see, all the way back in Genesis, God's hope for us was to be in relationship, to walk with him, to be in fellowship with him, And so God's not interested in being our, you know, our cosmic Santa Claus, you know, where we ask, he delivers and we move on, but he wants to be in relationship with us. And so what God's promises, a better way of looking at it is God's open doors with God's strength to do God's will in our lives. And we see that in this book of Joshua, Joshua and the nation have crossed over the Jordan. They're taking over all this land, but it's not easy. They're having to fight for every square foot of ground from these belligerent nations that are not willing to either make peace or to get out. I mean, imagine if you would, that you went on a long trip and while you were there, you subletted your, your house or your apartment to somebody else. You were leasing this place, you let someone else take it for a while, and then when it's time for you to come back, they say, I'm not going to leave. Well, there's going to be problems. Well, long before it belonged to these people, it belonged to the nation of Israel. But then they were enslaved when they went down to Egypt. And so now they're taking their land back. And it's amazing to think about that a nation, that these people, their parents were born into slavery. They spent 40 years in the wilderness. They didn't learn how to fight there. God is having to teach them how to fight, teach them how to conquer, and then teach them how to live in this land. So a nation one generation removed from slavery is now becoming conquerors. It is amazing what God can do when we let him move in our lives. And so we're going to see that. As we get ready to read this, we're just going to read about how God is continuing to move and they're taking over territory. And we're just going to read and just imagine, imagine a nation that has no idea how to fight other than what they've had to learn on the go. They have no idea how to strategize other than the one guy, Moses, who knew and he taught Joshua. But When God is your partner, make your plans large. Don't ever stop dreaming what God can do. So here we go. Joshua chapter 12, verse 1 says this. These are the kings east of the Jordan River who had been killed by the Israelites and whose land was taken. Their territory extended from the Arnon Gorge to Mount Hermon and included all the land east of the Jordan Valley. King Sihon of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, was defeated. His kingdoms include Eor on the edge of the Arnon Gorge and extended from the middle of the Arnon Gorge to the Jabbok River, which serves as the border for the Amorites. This territory included the southern half of the territory of Gilead. Sihon also controlled the Jordan Valley and the regions to the east, as far north as the Sea of Galilee and as far south as the Dead Sea, including the road to beth Jarishimoth, and the southward to the slopes of Pisgah. King Og of Bashan and the last of the Repha'ites lived in Ashtaroth of Edri. He ruled a territory stretching from Mount Hermon to Selech, in the north to all of the Bashan in the east, westward to the borders of the kingdoms of Geshu and Machach. The territory included the northern half of Gilead and as far as the boundary of the King Sihon of Hashmon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the Israelites had destroyed the people of King Sihon and the King Og. The Moses gave their land as a possession to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And if you remember, half the tribe of Manasseh stayed on one side of the Jordan and the other half stayed over in the promised land with everybody else like they're supposed to. All right, now what we're getting ready to do is we are getting ready to read the kings that were defeated on the west side of the Jordan. And this is one of those that's real easy to skip over, but I want you to think about this for a moment. Every one of these kings... Was a battle they had to fight. Now, we're going to fight over trying to get these names right, and I'm going to read them. I'm going to be on that struggle bus, and I want you to try to read them with me and see if you can say them any better. Now, this is in another language, obviously. This would have been written in ancient Hebrew, and these names would have been a little bit easier to say than they would be now. Not quite the same thing, but it'd be the same thing if we said, you know, the king of. Alabama and the King of Kentucky and the King of Los Angeles and the King we would understand it but since this is in a different language and then that language has been translated so it's a little bit harder to say so we're going to we're going to suffer through these because it's important not to skip them because every one of these is a testimony to its just amazing what God can do. So you ready to to suffer with me? Here we go. The following is a list of the kings that Joshua and the Israelite armies defeated on the west side of the Jordan from Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon to Mount Halak, which is led up to Seir. Joshua gave this land to the tribes of Israel as their possession, including the hill country, the western foothills, the Jordan Valley, the mountain slopes, and the Judean wilderness in the Negev. The people who lived in this region were the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. If you thought we were done, here we go. It's almost like you're going up up a roller coaster and you're about to, uh, here we go. Uh, These are the kings that were defeated. The king of Jericho, the king of Ai, near Bethel, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon, the king of Jezer, the king of Debir, the king of Gedir, the king of Hormach, the king of Erad, the king of Libna, the king of Adullam, the king of Makadah, the king of Bethu, the king of Tepua, the king of Hefer, the king of Aphek, the king of Leshron, the king of Madon, the king of Hazor, the king of Shimron, Mirion, the king of Akashaph, the king of Tananak, the king of Megiddo, the king of Kadesh, the king of Jachanam in Carmel, the king of Dor, which is my favorite, it's easiest to say, in the town of nephdor and the king of Goim in and Gilgal, and the king of Tizron. And all 31 kings were defeated. Slow clap for the nation of Israel, slow clap for us. <laughs> but think about it for a moment. This is what I'd love for us to finish with and just kind of challenge you on today. Let me Let me not put this on you, I'll put this on me. I can be so focused on what's in front of me. I sometimes don't remember to stop and celebrate what's behind me. And if you think about it, they're constantly having to fight these different kings, these different belligerent nations who are not wanting to either make peace or to uh, get out of the way and com- you know, and all these things. They're, they're continually have to do this. But at some point, somebody stopped and wrote down all these nations. And you imagine they're sitting, sitting there, you know, some point later, you know, after Joshua has written all this down and he has died and someone else is up, oh man, do you remember that time? Do you, do you remember when we had to fight the king of Arad? Oh, that was a tough one. But man, God was faithful. Do you remember when we had to fight the king of Bethel? Oh Lord. Now I'm gonna tell you which one was the hardest one. When we had to fight the king of Debir, that, that guy right there, you know, just rehearsing the wonders of the Lord. The Bible says so many times to remember the wonders of the Lord. You know why? Because so many times we think of the enemy in front of us as too big. But it's when we look behind us and we see all the defeated enemies behind us that we realize that if God was with us then, he's going to be with us now. So I want to encourage you. What would it look like in your life today if you took a little while and you wrote down all the defeated kings of your past? I don't know what that might be for you. Maybe, maybe there was a time when you truly struggled with an addiction. Maybe there was a time when you were in an unhealthy relationship or maybe it's shame that you've dealt with in the past or or something else. But because of God's grace, maybe you're not perfect, but you're better than you used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm better than I was. Whatever that was, what if, what if you took time today and you wrote down the fallen kings in your life and you took a moment to rehearse the wonders of the Lord. We're not celebrating where we were. We're celebrating that it is a were. (laughs) It's a past tense thing. And that though our life is not perfect, it's so much better than it was because of God's grace. And I think the answer for all of us would be, the answer for Joshua, the, the, the phrase would be, in our life, it's amazing what God can do. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much. Lord, that just like Israel had all these different kings that they conquered, Lord, you've conquered so many kings in our life. You've done more than we can imagine. Lord, I pray for every one of us today, myself included, that you'll give us some time and you'll help us to remember your wonders, remember your goodness, remember the fallen kings of the past, and that that would encourage us that if you were with us then, God, you're gonna be with us now and you're gonna be with us always. Thank you for your faithfulness and that you remain undefeated. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. My prayer for you is that by the end of your journey, you will say as Joshua did at the end of his in Joshua 21 verse 45, not a single one of all the good promises that the Lord had given was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. Maybe here in just a moment, as we have that music for reflection, maybe you want to think about some of those fallen kings and just celebrate the goodness of God. And I will see you tomorrow for Joshua chapter 13. Mm